When love calls, Nevada answers after the first ring. The problem with that is, most calls become filled with empty promises or lack of effort. After another disappointing stint with dating, Nevada swears men off. That is, until an unusual encounter seizes her attention. She wants to pull back and stick to her no-men zone, but this particular guy is too intriguing to turn away from. Nevada finds herself stuck between a situation that not only involves her, but her family as well. With her back against the wall, she's faced with a decision that could possibly ruin the greatest love of all. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. I am your host, Erica the Bibliophile, and we are here to discuss My Little Love by Sheree Lewis. And what this is a standalone novel. It is currently what's today? The twenty-fourth. It is currently number one in new releases in contemporary urban fiction. So shout out to Sheree Lewis. Love that for you, girl. Let's jump right into the story. So we are introduced to Nevada, who is just a young lady who is a helpless romantic. She's constantly searching and looking for love, looking for a relationship. And, you know, she goes out on the town with her cousins, Tiffany and Diamond. Diamond is a stud, which they make sure to reiterate by talking about how she looks like a man and how, you know, she's chasing after all these different women. So I was like, yeah, sounds like a stud. Sounds correct to me. Not that they look like a man. I'm not agreeing to that. But, you know, the way they dress, how they have their hair, how they're constantly like with multiple women. That is the stereotype of a stud, though. Um, And a few studs I know right on brand. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's her life. And she's also a esthetician. So, you know, she does waxes. Um, she gets facials, you know, like she does all of that. And she works with, her name is Slim, like Slim does hair. Um, but they work together out of the same building. She's actually renting from Slim to run her business where it's located. And so one day she comes into work and she tells Slim, like, you know, your side of the building, like something burning over there. Like, what you got going on? So Slim runs out and tells her, hold on here, talk to my cousin. And um, she's like, girl, what? So when she picks up the phone and has this conversation with Slim's cousin, who is actually in jail. And when she first finds this out, they have like a nice little conversation back and forth, but she's harping on the fact, which... Of course, it's like, you in jail, what for? But he don't want to talk about it. He tell her, you know, my last name, such and such. Look me up and you can find out what you want to find out about me. And uh, she's like, no, she'd rather hear from him. So it's just like, but he don't tell her. So (laughs) she basically called a nigga bum. Like, nigga, you a bum in jail. Like, I don't want you. And so he like, damn word. All right. Nice talking to you. Whatever. So the next day she comes um, into work. There's a nice little name brand bag waiting on her. And 
she asked Slim because at first, after she had the first conversation, she was like, "What's your cousin in jail for?" But Slim didn't want to tell her. She's like, "You know, that's not my business. I'll let him tell you that." But you know, why are you asking about him anyway? You like him? And she was like, "No, nah. you know, you asked me to talk to him. I talked to him. And that was it." And um, so when she came back to work, she was like, "That must have been some conversation y'all had for him to pull this off." And had me deliver this to you. And she was like, no, nah, it was just a conversation with you. So he also lied to his cousin. And was like, <laughs> she, uh, she told me to tell you to give me her number so I can call her later. Because when she got that call from the jail, like, who could possibly be calling me? And she heard him just like, so you stole my number? He was like, yeah, so don't be mad at her. Because basically, like, I put her on. And so she... <laughs> She was like, okay, whatever. So they continue to talk, and he keeps telling her, like, I'm getting out soon. And she's like, what's soon? But he never, like, discloses when. And he's like, I'm going to pop up to your shop. You better not be on no bullshit, whatever, whatever. She's like, man, whatever. Um, I don't know what soon is. You ain't saying what soon is. So you not to be believed. Until, I want to say, like, a couple days later, um, a man shows up. To her appointment you know as her appointment like yeah i'm your one o'clock or something like that so they go through the whole appointment whatever and at the end he's looking at he like you did i she's like damn <laughs> you know like okay nigga, i guess whatever you know your total whatever and he like you really don't recognize my voice and it's the cousin that's been in jail what's his name a akil i believe it's akil so <clears throat> They start flirting, and he invites her out to, like, a few events. Like, I'm going to be there, so you better be there. And she likes to go out and party anyway, so pretty much everything that moves and jumps, she's there. But she shows up, and the first party was his welcome home party. As soon as she got there, they left. Because he's not the type to be around a lot of people in the crowd. You know, that messed with his anxiety, so... As soon as he saw her, he like, I need to get out of here. You rolling? She said, yeah, sure. So, you know, they leave. And then, I forgot, it was somewhere else. I think it was at his bull. Is Amaris his brother? Yeah, Amaris is his brother. At his brother's club, they left together. And then also at a bowling alley. Um, So they was getting real close. And... Her family was treating like it was any old relationship. Like, girl, any man that say hi to you, you basically in love with. So whatever, what's new about this one? Whatever, whatever. And so as they're moving on, he invites her to his family, his mom's like birthday party. And this is a big deal for her because she's like, I'm meeting your parents. But he doesn't have a close relationship like with his family anyway. So he don't see it as the big deal as she sees it as and so that kind of like dampens her spirit because it's just like oh my god you want me to meet your parents and he's like i mean whatever and his whole thing was <clears throat> excuse me the reason why he went to jail he was set up and um so there were some things found on him and he went to jail for three years but there were some cops who were found dirty, so they also took on his charge saying they planted the, I believe it was guns, planted the guns in the car, so he wasn't really guilty of that. Now, 
his dad is like the leader or part of they call it the um familia so aka the mob or whatever you want to call it and he could have prevented akil from going to jail he just didn't want to he felt like akil needed to learn a lesson and so although it could have been for prevent excuse me he saw him to jail anyway so when akil finds that out the already strained relationship they had is even more like strained because the daddy throws it up in his face like you know i could have stopped it but you didn't listen to me so you had to face the consequences and akil has always felt like his father didn't like him anyway it's like he was extra hard on him and because akil wanted to be his own person the daddy like really had no use for him he treats and not even treats them better because when they have like they have a big blowout about this um because what is that man's name milano so you have milano senior and then milano jr i believe it's akil and then it's amos if i'm not mistaken i think that's how it goes as far as the kids go but um <clears throat> MJ says, man, we got the same type of lifestyle you got. Just because you got anxiety don't make you no different. But it's like, because of what we went through is the reason for my anxiety. It's not like I'm trying to distance myself like he was so much harder. But the relationship definitely was different because they bended to his will where Akil did not. Akil is like, I'm my own man. I'm grown. I don't have to do what you want me to do simply because you want me to do it. And so, Akil, he used to run the chop house. So, you know, when people need cars gone, they would go to him. But that's exactly what got him caught up. So, when he got out of jail, he's like, I'm not doing that no more. He, um, he opened a dispensary. And so, his dad was talking shit. Like, you think that little money that you getting from that is going to get you anywhere? And that ain't even going make you a lot of money because if I feel like shutting that down I will because I got all this power whoop de whoop and Akil is like you know it is what it is whatever I don't too much care about it and um but come to find out because you know Akil has made his own alliances through the years he found out that his daddy is in trouble uh with the familiar like he making outside deals and that was the thing that really got um akil caught up too i forgot about that he was doing business with people that his daddy told him he shouldn't be doing business with so that's how he got caught up too and so because he didn't listen that's why he sent him to jail but um <clears throat> excuse me so um who was it somebody told him like your dad making outside deals and uh familiar really ain't feeling him like that he real close to losing his position and there's somebody actually in the familia um i'm jumping ahead but i'll get back to it they have a meeting with him and tell him you know we're offering you a position higher than your father like you would actually be your father's boss now if you decide to take this position um and you get to decide if he stays in or if he stays out and so uh so let's go back because I'll leave that right there. Then I'll come back to it. And so in the midst of dealing with that, when he brings um, Nevada to his mom's 
birthday party, everything was going great. She was getting to know everybody and having conversations and whatever until um, they got to Nevada's last name, which it hasn't come up at this point. It hasn't really been a big deal. But her last name is Avon. And when they run that, when she runs down like who she's related to, because when um, the grandfather hears her last name, he's like, who are you related to? Like, who are you kin to? So she runs down to her whole little family history. And who was it? Milano Senior. He's like, get her the fuck out of here right now. Get that bitch the fuck out of here. And Akilah's like, hold on. What is the problem here? So come to find out, they real of Romeo and Juliet, Akil and Nevada are because they families don't mess with each other. Apparently, Akil's uncle is in jail for life for murder. And when Nevada goes to talk to her family, because she has one aunt that is always walking around as if there's a chip on her shoulder, and come to find out her boyfriend, husband, whatever Tiffany and um, Diamond's daddy was to her. They were... Were they in the car together? Anyway, he was in a car and the uncle that's in jail for life rolled up on him and basically like shot him 20 times in the car and that left her without a man and her kids without a daddy. So since then... And when the uncle was arrested, they testified against him. So basically, the Cash family, I forgot that's uh, Akil's last name, Cash. So the Cash family think they snitches, and the Avant family called them murderers. And basically, they they had a little war going on, like after that, where um, Nevada's family called their family up from Chicago, because... The, the Cash family was following the Avant family around town, like basically trying to bully them out of town. And when they wouldn't do it, it started a war. But ain't nobody said nothing about this up until they found out um, Nevada's last name. So it's like y'all didn't even keep up to date with the children that they had. Y'all didn't talk to each other. Y'all didn't know nothing about each other. So how is it all of a sudden this beef pops back up because ain't nobody said nothing and Akil like he put Nevada in the car like stay in the car and you know just wait for me to come back out and he goes back inside and he's like don't you ever disrespect her like that again and y'all trying to make us choose for some shit that really ain't got nothing to do with us so you know basically I'm not giving her up and so his dad pulls out a gun on him and says, choose. It's either us, your family, or that bitch. And he already, like, they relationship already strained. He really ain't feeling the whole family anyway. So it's like, this was a no-brainer for him. And he walked out. And so when Nevada goes to talk to her family, because after this night, like, they left together, but it was strained for the next couple days because he didn't want to talk about what happened because when he came oh shit how i forget this so at that no not this dinner because this was her birthday dinner but um his first like welcome home dinner he has to find out that his cousin 
is now sleeping with slash dating the girlfriend he had before he went into jail. But she had told him that she like, I'm not no ride or die. So if you go to jail, I'm not staying around for that. And he understood that. So that wasn't the problem. But to come to find out that his cousin is not sleeping with his ex and it's like we were super close and then when i go to jail you start pulling away from me too so it's like y'all on some snake shit um so he was already strained from the family anyway so um but also having to cut them off he just was going through some things the next couple days so she goes to talk to her family and this is when they tell their side of the story of how they shot him so many times and how they had to call the family up from Chicago, you know, like all of what I said before. This is when they bring it up now and they also tell her like, you have to choose. It's either him or us. And she didn't want to choose, but she tells them that she basically chooses her family and that she's going to break up with him. But when she goes to see him that night, he professes his love for her. Like, I love you, you know. Um, I'm not going to allow this to come between us. You know, I got your back. Whatever you need. Woo, 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 woo. And she agrees. And he's like, come on, let's go on a vacation. So they go to Tulum for like the weekend. And it's beautiful. They just live in their life. And she makes a decision like, why should I have to come up off my man? For something that ain't got nothing to do with me. So even though she told her family that she would, she decided that she wasn't. But when they come back from the trip and she go to her house, her cousins, they pop up. And she's like, you know, first, like, what is y'all doing here? And they're upset because it's like, Akil posted you all on his story. So we see that y'all not broken up how you claim that y'all was. And... He had dropped her, Akil had dropped her off, but she left her charger in the car. So he spun around and came back to give it to her. And when he shows up at the door, you know, they're all yelling at each other, arguing. And it's like, what's going on here? And so the cousins run down the story like, yeah, you the enemy. You ain't even supposed to be here. She was supposed to break up with you. Whoop de whoop, whatever. And he's like, oh, for real? And she's like, I was supposed to, but I didn't. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll make this easy for you because I can see that you're struggling with having to choose between your family and me. And I'm not going to put that stress on you. So I'll leave you alone so you can make up with your family. And she really didn't want that, but he basically pushed it and she conceded because she didn't want to be with her family and she didn't want to fight with her cousins. Because them like her best friends. They like literally go out together all the time. They're always together. And so for like the next couple months, neither one of them is talking to their family or, you know, like going out. So they're just miserable until Akil like pops up to her house and is like, man, I'm tired of this shit. We're going to talk about it. But she didn't answer the door. She saw it was him, but she's like, no, nah, he broke up with me. He broke my heart, so I'm not doing this with him. And then one night, who did she go out with? I think she went out by herself, but she saw 
she saw Tiffany there, so they like kind of made up and um is no 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 Akil's little brother. What is his name? I wanna say Amos. It's a something. I think I'm saying it wrong, but uh he called her party girl because he's like, You do all this party and my brother don't even like to be out like that. But he sees her, he's like, What's up, party girl? And so I think she was showing online or anyway, like she went out and he saw her like popping her something, but he shows up and um this is where they start their relationship again. And he's like, you know, I thought I was doing the right thing, but I really don't want to be without you. So we gonna make this work all over again. And at first she wasn't with it. And he was wondering why, like, why is she pulling back? And she was hurt from him leaving before, but then also come to find out, uh, what, two months into the four months they hadn't seen each other, she had a miscarriage because she had a, a bracelet on mentioning something about heaven and he thought it was pertaining to her cousin that she had lost as a child and she's like no it's actually from the baby that didn't make it and <clears throat> she tells him the story of how she was laying in bed with stomach pains and it got to the point where she drove herself to the hospital and when she got to the hospital she saw that she was bleeding between her legs and as she was struggling to get out of the car a nurse who was coming out for like a smoke break saw her and helped her in and that's when she uh that's when she discovered that she was having a miscarriage don't you just love children how they come in and mess up your whole vibe so let, i'm gonna just be real with y'all i recorded what the 24th today is the 28th and i'm just not being able to jump back into this episode but like i said i'm keeping it real with y'all so we're gonna press on forward so where we left off at right was the the miscarriage so after she tell him the story about the miscarriage you know he done pulled her into a hug and it's like oh i should have been there for you um but the fact that i wasn't like ain't no more breaking up we in this shit we doing this you know like it's us versus the world so he then goes to sit down with his daddy his father and um try to have one more civilized conversation like okay um they offer me like basically telling his dad what it is like they offer me this and i have the say so like to basically let you keep your job but with him doing that he has to absorb his dad's debt but he had no problem when he like okay i'll do that and he tells his dad but the only condition is that you have to apologize to nevada and of course his dad is like his dad is so full of himself every time he was i was gonna say on screen god um like i had to read about it. i was just like sir please go to hell die and so he's like i ain't doing that shit and he's like okay well you know basically sorry to you and that was it and so the dad like lost his position you know want nobody really walk rocking with him and he basically ran off of fear and he blames his son i'm like how first of all 
sir, you are a grown ass man. How are you as a father blaming your son for anything? And he's like, it's his fault. He could have did that. It's like, no, you as this older person could apologize to this young girl, you know, young woman, I should say, um, because you judge her awesome shit. Y'all didn't even remember the fact that you didn't even know that that woman had a niece and that, you know, she's at this age and done fell in love with your son. So y'all really wasn't beefing over nothing. Because if you really felt that strongly about it, first of all, you would have got it back in blood. But y'all ain't did nothing. Y'all have been separate and chilling and living y'all lives all these years later. And because I'm like, after the, after the family would have went back to uh, Chicago, if they was that deep, because them niggas didn't stay there forever over no beef. And I'm trying to understand, y'all the quote-unquote cash family, you pulling guns out on your son, it would have been nothing for you to get that auntie killed if she wouldn't have made it to that fucking courthouse. So what are we really talking about here? Nothing, exactly. So, excuse me. You know, him and Nevada, uh, Akil, excuse me, Akil and Nevada, you know, they're working towards their relationship. And one day, Akil, like, he just staring at her. She's like, why are you looking at me? What you thinking about? And this man says, I'm thinking about marrying you. And she just like, oh, when? So he says, right now, thinking she's going to be like, no, nah, I need more time than that. My girl says, okay. And he's like, for real? She's like, I'm dead serious. Okay, you want to get married? Let's do it. He's like, right now. She's like, right now? He's like, man, stop playing. She's like, I wouldn't play with you like that. Like, you asked me to marry you right now. I will marry you right now. <laughs> Sorry. So it's just this back and forth thing until he's like, so if I make this phone call, that's it. Like, ain't no backing out. Ain't no nothing like that. She's like, no, basically just sat there like, nigga, okay, I said what I said. I said I would marry you, and that's what I'm going to do. So he hops up. Um, I think he called his brother. Like, oh, yeah, like, um, me down at the courthouse, I'm about to get married. And so his brother, like, man, <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. But, um, yeah, so at the courthouse... Who showed up? Like, basically, the whole family showed up for everybody, except for the daddy, because, you know, he's still pissed or whatever. Um, But his, I think his mom said, like, you know, ain't no way this was going to happen and I wasn't going to be here. Because although his mom is very weak, that's enough. Can we talk about that? Of course we can, because I'm here to talk about it. Um, But it's the fact he had the conversation with his mom, because she always just said i just want my family together like i feel like he had just came home from jail she was trying to have a weekly family dinners or whatever or whatever and she just kept saying my family is finally together again i just want my family whatever whatever and then she and i he called her out on it too because it's like she always tried to pacify the kids like come on just do this you know how your father is. And it's like, no. And that's why they didn't get along because Akil always fought him like that. Like, he don't get to get his way all the time. Nobody does. So the fact that this grown-ass man is throwing a tantrum 
and you just want everybody to cooperate to make him happy no and he like fell off from his mom so the fact that she showed up to the wedding like there's no way i was gonna miss this i'm like you know what lady i'll let you have it because while i understand you just want your family together the person that you married to is a big part of the reason why your family turned out the way it is and you just trying to force everybody to put their heads down and deal with it is a big problem but you had one person that wasn't going for it <clears throat> and so i believe everybody showed up like even her um nevada's granny like everybody showed up to see her get married and everything was cool like they got through the win and then as soon as that was over here come the family like bringing up that old shit again like well it was really y'all fault but no if you hadn't did this and i think it was akil akil had to tell them like y'all really doing this right now like today of all days and so they left them they're like man we not first of all that shit is like oh that's back in the day that's their problem that ain't got nothing to do with us and that ain't gonna never be a part of our relationship again because he was like i shouldn't have left you the first time but i won't make that same mistake again so this right here this we're not doing that <clears throat> so if they gonna argue let them argue and we're gonna be married and go mind our business like okay you know boom boom and so what it's like a year after they're married he bought her a build because oh shit i forgot about that did i and i listened and i cannot remember what i said <laughs> you know how you draw your own voice i'm like girl that is enough of you um i cannot remember if i talked about it but um she fought she fought nevada fought slim because when they found out what the situation was between the families and remember nevada was renting from slim and slim basically like locked changed the lock on the door and told her like i can't rent to you no more and basically you know why so um nevada had told her like um how am i supposed to get my stuff out of there you know basically like open the door so i can get my stuff and slim gonna tell her nah i'll have it sent to you so nevada, <laughs> nevada started taking her stuff like her hair hair care stuff she's like well basically bitch and i for an eye so until you give me my shit i'm taking your shit and it resulted in a fight and it resulted in nevada basically whooping slim's ass and um she went and found another place to rent from and i believe something happened with that building and she had to leave out of that building so basically uh akil bought her her own building and it's like you ain't renting from nobody either so that's another thing you ain't got to worry about this is yo shit but akil had told slim because you know when they had broken up he had went by the business hoping to get a look of her look you know to see her and she wasn't there so he had asked slim like how's she doing and slim like who he's like man you know exactly who the fuck i'm talking about like how, how my baby doing and she like basically when she runs the story down to him he like you did what girl what he like girl 
And you know, he ain't doing all that, but he really told like, you dumb as fuck. And he knew why she did it. She was doing it because of the uncle. Like, the, the uncle offered to pay her if she did. And then Akil looking at her like, see, that man gonna run y'all straight into the motherfucking ground. So, um, that was another thing. And I think, what else was it? I think that was it. They got married. He bought her the building. Oh, they had another baby. Um, and I'm happy that they were able to have a baby because that was the one thing. When he asked her to marry him the year before, she says, you know, what if I can't give you any more children? Or what, no, what if I can't give you children? And basically, of course, he's like, you know, no, that's not in the plan for us. We're going to have a baby. That just wasn't the right time then. But, and even if you can't, that's okay because I love you. But they end up having a baby girl. And <clears throat> while I was happy for them, I did not like the reason why. Well, not them. I should more so say Akil. Because it feels like he just wanted to like replace that baby. And it's like that baby is still that baby. Even though um they were only two months old that was still a baby so you have to mourn the loss and you know keep them forever in your thoughts but you just not replacing that baby like basically forget about that one here's another one and even though that baby doesn't know it but basically it's like telling this baby you are forever in the shadow of this one because you are only here because we feel bad about losing that one. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, eh, I wasn't really feeling that. But, you know, they're great parents, doing great business, and everything's just peachy. And I loved it. I, I really enjoyed this book. So please go pick up My Little Love by Sheree Lewis. As always, I will have the Amazon link in the description box. So click on that and go read it for yourselves. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.